Who's destroying that song? <laughs> Who is that? That's what I'm going to open the episode with. Please don't. I am. The Who Vandals? The Vandals. Not with my... Featuring Moon Zappa. Okay. That's one of my favorite versions because I love the Vandals. They, I have that Vandals skateboard on the wall. Oh. Anarchy Burger. I think I just heard you blink. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we got together like a rama lama lama ka ding a da ding da dong. Remember forever as you bought you out of water you could have boomed boom. Is that too loud? Is no. my singing overpowering everyone? It overpowers a lot. It does. It's so good. Mm, Hello okay. and welcome to Why Do We Own Day. I don't know what happened there. It's Friday. It's like day 2000 of quarantine. I I think it was on Paul Shear's latest mini episode. I think he had said he was, he'd been quarantined 51 days. Yeah, it's about, like, yeah, about 50 days now for most people. It had been 51 days people. for him that he yeah. hasn't left the house. He hasn't left at all? I think he's... he's who's doing the toilet paper runs? I think he's gone out for walks. Okay. Are they getting occasion. groceries delivered to them? Most likely. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, I think they had mentioned that before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you know, that's the times we're living in. I'm cool with it. I'm still totally fine. I mean, for me, life hasn't really changed much. No, I life hasn't really. Work. I work from home and homeschool, which is weird, but it really isn't that disruptive. Mm-hmm. I'm not a social person. I don't go out and see people normally anyway uh, yeah all these social people i'm sure I, they're dying i'm sure i would feel bad for them if i cared but like, we I don't, don't go to the movies everything we need to watch is streaming we go to one movie a year and it's when star wars comes and out. there's no more so eh, <laughs> it's fine or when if a harry potter would come out but speaking of let's do a little bit of current events what's going on in the movie biz it's really weird right now because because nothing's going on it's it's kind of funny to me because it's very dramatic. So, <laughs> so movie theaters are closed. Okay. We know this. Movie theaters have been closed for a little over a month now. Mm-hmm. Not showing any movies. Movies aren't being released, obviously, because there's nowhere to show them. But some are now being released. Uh, BOD, on-demand streaming, instead in lieu of theater. Mm-hmm. And... We're going to talk about Trolls World Tour. This is the prime example. Went straight to video. Straight to video. Okay. And and they made so much money doing this because everyone in their... Oh, I know pit- where you're going with this. Yeah, I know. It's just funny to me. I hadn't even thought of that. Okay. It made so much money. Made like over $100 million because everyone bought it. Nineteen ninety nine price point. I know at least one person at my... Work who bought it because yeah. his grandkids. And if it's one person buying it, that's a lot of money. But if it's a family of four, I mean, they're saving money. Sure. Instead of going to the theater and paying each individual person. Sure. So it, it's smart. Right now, I'm like, oh my God, I would never pay $20 for a movie. But if you're a whole family who can watch it all at once. There is a certain break-even point that yeah. you can pass you're easily. Like, oh, if, yeah. You got 10 kids in your family, like our neighbors? 20 bucks, new movie. Well, really, even if you have, you know. Two. Three to you know, three plus. Two people, that's $10 each. 
That's not counting a matinee. Sure. Yeah. Sure, whatever. Depending where you live. Anyway, they made a lot of money. And so the universe guy head of Universal is like, you know what? We're going to do this from now on. Even when theaters reopen. We are going to. You sure it's not too loud? Yep, sure. Okay. Um, we're going to release them both in theaters and on demand because we can make loads of money. Gross. And AMC, the largest movie chain in the world, theater chain, said, you know what? We're not going to show any universal movies in America, Europe, or wherever they said. Asia? Asia, I That's think. That's crazy. Yeah. Which is a weirdly petty response to just corporate greed. I mean, I can think of two huge universal movies that are slated to come out in the next year. Fast Furious 7 or something. Fast 7 and Jurassic World Underwater or whatever it's called. I don't know what the fuck it's called. <laughs> okay. Those are huge movies. And for Jurassic World, the abyss. And for not only AMC, but now Regal theaters is also chiming in that they're not going to show universal movies okay one can't survive without the other come on guys take back your words come to some kind of fucking agreement not that i care i'm not going to go see your fucking movie anyway i'm gonna wait till it comes out on streaming because i'm on the universal guy side sort of but really movie theaters in general haven't been able to keep up with the technology that's been happening with streaming that that's true yeah i mean back in the day you went and saw a movie because you just it was something to do now it's like kids these days they don't go see a movie unless it's oh there's avengers star wars like us i mean it's it's not like they're going on a afternoon oh it's boring it's, let's go see what's showing at the theater like we used to do now it's like oh do, do I go? No, I don't go. Because yeah, I mean, back then going to the movies that was the event. That's what you did. You know, and for some people it still is, which sure. I get. Mm-hmm. Um, Your brother's a theater guy. He is. Uh, I think. Oh, I'm sorry, a cinema guy. Cinema, movie theater. Yeah, but if you look at kids under eighteen, I don't think it's something that they've grown up with. I mean, and a lot of them will have seen the movie on their device on their phone before their parents have seen it well for sure you know they, this, oh, is, how they, this is how they consume media or i torrented it you know already <laughs> so i mean i don't think theaters really have the weight to say we're not going to show your movie no. because they've been losing money for years anyway i just want to get that off my chest okay because we didn't see the movie we're going to talk about today in the theater <laughs> You didn't? <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, so this is a podcast where we don't talk about movie theaters, I swear. We talk about, uh, it's called Why Do We Own This DVD? We talk about our DVD collection. That's it. Okay. Um, and today's, this week's movie, 1978's blockbuster smash, Grease. I had forgotten. Key change. Okay, I had forgotten how high the shorts are back in the 70s. Like for men? Hoof. Either knuckle crunchers. I, know, I just made that up. Is that a thing? Moose knuckle, I think. Oh, is what you're... God, that's so gross. I mean, you can see they were like they were like 60s era bras. They were high and separate. You could see each individual <laughs> ball. Oh, 
for it at? <laughs> oh. Um, Greece. This was a huge movie. Uh, and it is lots of fun. The end. It's a very... <laughs> it's so weird because I come out with a different feeling for this movie every time I see it. I come away with a, a, a new take. I do, yeah. I mean, a lot of it is, wow, I didn't realize those were the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Those are the lyrics. Um, but yeah. So Grease is a a musical. It takes place in the 1950s, even though it's a very 70s movie. It, I might be misforgetting or misremembering, I guess. No, I might be misforgetting. Misforgetting. It means you're right. I might be forgetting a, a part, but it seemed like the first musical number comes pretty late for a musical. Does it? When's the first? What's the first musical number? Summer Lovin', Summer Nights. Doom. Which is the Bleacher song. Excluding the... The uh, weird cartoon the intro. The Grease is the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, summer nights. It's not that too far in. Maybe ten minutes. Wait, is summer nights? Is that the? What's the name of it? It's not called Summer Lovin'. What? So the bleacher. Yes. Dance. It's called Summer Nights. Yes. Summer nights. Oh God! Now he's gonna make me jerk. That's the name it's of the song. That's or... the actual name of the song. Yes. Watching you scroll through your thing. G R Summer Nights. Weird. Yeah, your remake named it wrong. Everyone thinks it's called Summer Lemon because that's the first. I movie. never knew that. Because you were not in the I've musical never, like I was. And I've never looked up the soundtrack. So that's the first number. Yeah. It's about ten minutes in. Yeah, it seems I mean, late for. Does it? Like I've because it I doesn't start off with one big open number. With a big number. No, yeah. it doesn't open with an. I mean, the yeah. Frankie Valley Grease. Because actually, but. I actually forgot that it's a pure musical. Because it's, I was like, oh, they're just it's you know because there's dialogue and they're acting and blah blah. blah. <laughs> but I mean. Oh my god! You're gonna come out looking real good with this one. No, I I always come out looking pure per, musical, pretty is. dumb. But like you thought it was like source music or something that they're dancing no, to I in mean, the background. I'm no, it has to proper performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had kind of forgotten how truly musical it was. Mm-hmm. Is it as musical? ish as like uh, hold for a motorcycle <laughs> um, mm, it's got about the same weight as like newsies you, okay because I, I, I almost I think it feel has like, the same weight as like Moulin Rouge I was going to say I, I feel like Moulin Rouge is almost more like, what do you com- of a musical. Don't compare it to like Les Mis, which is no. 99.9% singing. No. That's almost, Phantom. An op- that's almost an opera. And Phantom. Like those are musical musicals. Yeah. Heavy musicals. I mean, those are borderline operas in There's English. There's no talking in those. Yeah. It's operas, but in English. Yeah. Um, 
No, but I feel like I almost feel like Moulin Rouge is almost more of a musical than this because I feel like it starts with a song. But but really, I mean, I guess this also does. Not all musicals start off with a big overture. I know, but I feel like that should be like a key element of. Mimi and Saint Louis doesn't start with. Well, maybe it should. We talked about it. It doesn't. But (laughs) okay, yeah. But it actually does. It has that animated opening. The animated opening. Very weird. Um, sung by Frankie Valli. I found the problem that I feel alive. There's gonna be a lot of singing in this episode. I can feel it. Okay. That's a very disco-y song. I mean, that is a product of its time, that opening song. And it's animated. It's yeah, it's like Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock, R-Crumb kind of. That's not animated. R-Crumb. I, I looked know, him who, up. Who was I it? I don't remember. I think he had like three names or something. But they compared him to R-Crumb, yeah. so there you go. No, the, um, yeah, Summer Nights. Okay. Because we get the... Well, I, I guess, well, no, that's just source, love is a many splendor thing, which they talk about, which is playing when they're showing Sandy and Danny meeting at the beach. Love is a many where, where is Rydell High? Where does this movie take place? I always said California because I know that's where it's filmed. I d- they don't really specify. I assume it's somewhere in California. Probably like... Because it has a very like... Central California. It, it, I mean, but... Aside from the fact that he was spent all summer at the beach, it feels almost like like midwestern in. Oh, really? I never thought. I always. I always assumed it was. It took place in farm country. No, I really they all oh, look like a, farmers. I just thought it was the same place as like um because American graffiti. Well, and it's because everyone is white. <laughs> There are no people There's of color in this so movie. So many white people. <laughs> Zero. So it looks like not even at the diner, where you think you'd, they would shove them in there. <laughs> I mean, that's what they did. Because <laughs> no. it, I always assumed California, but I, it's not really like it felt important. like it felt like the same place as Footloose. If, like, I thought they were going to have tractor races. And, wasn't that Utah? Was it Salt Lake? I don't know. Tractors and shit. I don't know. It's like or like Idaho, Montana. I mean, it sure, doesn't matter. Whatever. No, I don't know. California. It takes place because at Rydell. He, he he spends all summer at you know, on the beach or whatever. So I mean, I I, I always thought I, they I, were. I never in assumed, they're not I in Australia. He has the I thought they were in Australia <laughs> too, but the, growing up or you know. So did I, but they're not. She's from there. Yeah. I thought so, that's where they met. No. In my head, my head canon was I know. He took a trip to Australia yeah. for some reason. Mine, so met yeah, exactly. Sandy that's what I thought too. Move you know, went the back Australian home girl. to California. Yeah. And then the Australian girl moved to California. That's the head canon that has been in my head for forty years. Yeah, that's why I thought it was yeah, not such really. an amazing coincidence that she would yeah. then move to the United States and then go to the same, same high, school high school as a random boy she met. But yeah. No one knows. It was on this, it was actually on this watch where I realized, oh, they're not in Australia. Oh, it wasn't on this watch because going into this, I thought they were. Oh. <laughs> um, But it doesn't matter. So the, the brief synops, Sandy and Danny meet, fall in love, but then 
part ways. But then on the first day of school, we see that Sandy is a new student. Is a new student. For some reason. Because she's moved from Australia. (laughs) Well, I think, doesn't he say, I thought you were going back to Australia. And she's like, I thought I was too or whatever. I don't. I mean, because it's still a coincidence that she shows up at his high school. Footloose takes place in Oklahoma. It does. Really? It's in the Bible Belt. If the South is the Bible Belt, then we are the buckle. Which is the line from the movie, right? I always thought it was like Idaho or Utah. Because of the no dancing. They don't you can't dance in Utah. I guess the town is Beaumont. Okay. Yeah, they do say that. Loosely based on Elmore City, a town in Oklahoma. Not Montana? You sure? Okay. Beaumontana. Beaumont. Tana, maybe that's why I thought it was. Beaumont. Tana. Okay. So, um, Sandy's a new student at Rydell High School. Um, she's very goody two-shoes, I guess you would say. Yeah. You know, she's very cute. We talked about this a lot when we were watching this because you kept saying she's so cute. And I was like, she is. Because she is. Olivia Newton-John plays our Sandy. And... She's very cute. She meets the, known as the Pink Ladies, a group of girls on, I'm sorry, on campus, eh, I guess. Yeah. At school. Um, who are our, who are our Pink Ladies? Rizzo, right? Stalker Channing. Stalker Channing is Rizzo. Possibly my favorite one, even though I yeah, love, everyone love loves. Frenchie. I love Frenchie. But Stalker but Rizzo, Channing, because she's just so. She is like. The heart and soul of this movie. I mean, she's the alpha of the pink ladies. She's so good. She's so dry and so... She's so good. She's so... She's just... Because she's sarcastic. She's... She has the shittiest attitude and it's zero tolerance for goody two-shoes like Sandy. (laughs) Even though she comes to befriend. She's like the best bad girl. Um, Yeah, you said Frenchie, who is just... She's such a fucking dork. She like sympathizes with everyone. Yeah. Like she's so sweet uh-huh. and, you know, wants to be a beautician. I, is, was the other one Jan? Jan, who's is, supposed to be the fat one. She's not. There there are no fat kids in this There's school no fat either. Kids. And the fact that Jan is the fat one yeah, when she's not at all. That's Because you can especially see at the dance. You're like, oh, she's fucking skinny. Oh, yeah. Because they have her in big sweatshirts yeah. and she's always eating. Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's wearing big sweatshirts. And, but yeah. she's fucking funny as shit. She's. Basha, basha, basha. Basha, basha. She's such a like a, a perfect character. She, Who did you say you th- you pictured her as being? Janine Garofalo, right? Yeah. I almost think like Just Sarah like. Silverman yes. could play that. She totally could. Yeah. But don't make her fat. I mean, she can eat if she wants. Yeah, I mean. Whatever. She likes sweets. That's fine. But yeah. don't. They actually said like. Yeah, don't. Don't, you know, force the fat girl <laughs> as a type. And then Marty, the slut. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, she's not a slut. Um, Marty Maraschino. You know, like the cherry. <laughs> I, you know, I. 
Dinah Manoff. Um, starting this movie. Was she on Empty Nest? Or am I... No, I don't know. She was on a TV show. That's know. what I knew her, like, in the 80s after this. That name doesn't sound familiar to me. Okay. But... Look her up while you talk. Uh-huh. Going, going into it, I remembered all of them except her. Except Marty? Yeah. I remembered the girl who flirts with Vince Fontaine. But, you but didn't I didn't put was... the two of them together in ah. my mind. And I realized... She is so cute. Like, she is... She was on Empty Nest. I was right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I... But, I mean, she is so goddamn just cute also. I mean, she's, you know... But she's kind of like... I Is she supposed to be like the... I mean, I know she's supposed to be like the hoe. But, she's just, I know. But, God. I mean, she also plays awkward kind of, you know, when she's without a guy. Because she's always with a guy. Yeah. Yeah. She's one of those girls like who she's can't like a, go she's without... She's like a codependent. She can't go without a boyfriend. I've known many of those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get a grip, Marty. Maricino. Like the cherry. Whoops. What was that? Um, but yeah, I mean... Those I mean, are they're, the all, babies, they're right? all fun. That's all of them, yeah. And then we have the T-Birds, mm-hmm. which is Danny's group of friends. Danny, played by John Travolta, who is electrifying in this movie. I'm sorry. Whenever he is on screen, you're only watching him. He he's, was so goddamn skinny. He's so fucking good in this movie. I'm not even a John Travolta fan. Oh, I'm not. But, I'm very meh. But yeah. you watch him in this movie, you're like, fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. He nailed it. Yeah. He nailed this fucking role. I mean, even when he's out of his element, when he's do, trying to do athletics... God damn it. I was it. laughing so freaking hard. Because it's supposed to be exactly what he's doing. Yeah. I'm using broad hand gestures right now. You can't tell. But I, am. I mean, he's so, he looks super tall. Yeah. We looked, I actually looked up Olivia Newton-John's height. He's mm. five, six. And I, he's got to be like six feet. Probably. Five, eleven, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he he God, looks he's, like he's eight feet tall. He because yeah. he looks because he's so goddamn. Skinny. His hair is a little higher too. Yeah, he's got the hair. But um, we have the T birds. I don't know their names as well, except for Kinnicky. Uh-huh. Hickey from Kinnicky is like a Hallmark card. I always thought Kinnicky was cute. Kinnicky is great. Yeah, he it's died. A, it's a great name too. He died in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was rude. Like, was uh, it too soon? He was like in his 50s. Wasn't it like a 10, 15 years ago? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know who all these people are. This movie was almost 50. 1978? How long was it? Oh, it was like 42 years ago. Goddamn. Um, Duty? Which one's I don't know. Oh. oh, he goes to the dance with Frenchie. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I think I didn't. Yeah. Uh, Sonny. Sonny He is... kind of is with Marty sometimes. Yes. Uh, Putsy. He goes out with Jan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's all of them. I think. Yeah. But really, this whole movie... Because Sonny really is the put... one who distracts... Sandy at the big dance. Yeah. Asshole. Because he's the one who spikes the punch. Asshole. But 
especially i mean the the pink ladies you're you're you watch them all but with this t-birds you're only watching danny i'm sorry he's that good i'm barely paying attention they're there for comedic they're they're humor they're the four stooges basically but they're not you're like no just give me more danny because he's did i mention he's really good in this movie I mean, yeah, the other T-Birds are just, you know... They're just there to back them up. They're just, mar- you know, they're just Groucho, Curly, and all the other students. We get to know the Pink Ladies uh, much more than the T-Birds, I think. Mm-hmm. More focus is put in, like, the, the sleepover scene. We actually get to... Because there's so much more going on with the girls than there is with the guys, yeah. really. I mean, we get the Grease Lightning scene with the guys, which is, like, their big time to shine. Well, because when you see when it's when you're looking at the guys, it's John Travolta's in the spotlight. When you're looking at the girls, you're you're almost never really only focused on on no because Olivia the other ones are because that's how good all those girls are. Yeah. I'm not saying the Tebers are bad. No, it's just that John Travolta is so good. Yeah, and their characters aren't that fleshed out. Right. Not like the Pink Ladies were. Right. Particularly Rizzo, <sighs> who again is so good in this movie she's everyone's favorite i mean it's i'm not saying it's cliche to say russell's your favorite because she's everyone's favorite it's because she's that good of a character i, I she's never so not the hero of this movie i never noticed how adorable her smile is stalker channing yeah oh because well, sure. there's a couple times like when it's like a sincere smile not her mm-hmm. being snarky or anything but like times when she's with Kaniki. Like when her and Kaniki have like their more touching scene at, uh-huh. at the carnival or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she has a really nice. She's like, I'm not gen- pregnant. <laughs> genuine smile. Yeah. I'm like, oh. There's a scene like when the girls find out that Sandy met a boy named Danny Zuko. And they're like, oh, shit. Uh, and then they find they're at the football game uh-huh. and they bring her to him to and, surprise at Rydell Burning Man. At Rydell Burning Man, there's lots of bonfires going on. <laughs> and they bring her to him. And, you know, at first, Danny's like, Sandy, what are you doing here? And then when he realizes his friends are watching, he's like, oh shit, I gotta be cool. Uh-huh. And he's a total jackass. He's like, I mean, you know, whatever. It's cool. And she's like, what the fuck? And she's pissed. She runs away. That look that Rizzo gives Danny. Yeah. Like, fucking asshole i know exactly what you're doing and he's looking at her like i know you know yeah it's such a good well and it's like look I between know, them well it's both of them going i know why you brought her and it's her going i knew you couldn't help yourself to not yeah. be an asshole and he's like i know you knew i couldn't do that yeah. because he's so guilty yeah and i love i've always loved that look because it just shows you the relationship between danny and rizzo it's like they you it's like that moment you're like they've been lifelong friends it's, and they know exactly how each other it's works. Big sister, yeah, it's so you know reprimanding. So good. I mean, he looks like a a dog that's all of a sudden in yeah, trouble, which he is. Yeah, because he's an asshole. <laughs> but I mean, also, she takes it a little over dramatically. I mean, I mean, come on. But well, it's. But they are supposed to be high school kids. Yeah, and you know, just, and they had to create drama. attention. Yeah, they had to give them a reason. Like, Why would it's she... not that big a deal? 
Relax. I Everyone mean, relax. It's cool, babe. I mean, that's my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Huh. 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 Um, that's at the diner, right? That's He does that a few times. God. Um, so he realizes he was an asshole and he's trying to win Sandy back. So he's like, I got to stop being such a greaser and maybe get into sports. And so he tries all these sports. Well, because she's hanging out with... Tom or something, right? <laughs> the jock, the dumb jock. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, he's an innocent victim in all this. Yeah. He's, he does nothing wrong. He doesn't deserve to be just left at the diner like that or at the track like that. But he is also like... I mean, he, he, there's nothing, <laughs> he doesn't deserve it, but he also hasn't earned anything either, so. Yeah, I gotcha. But I mean, you. if I were a more empathetic person, which I'm not, nice. I'd feel bad for him, but You're like, well. I think it's hilarious how shitty he gets treated. <laughs> Because really, I mean... They weren't that serious. They both turn and look at him, laugh, and run off together. Yeah. Well, That's you fucked know. up. They're high schoolers. They don't know any better. Well, actually, the characters are like... I mean, the actors are like in their 30s, but still. <laughs> the characters are high schoolers. 30 going on 18. Yeah. These people are old. I think Frenchie was one of the younger ones. She looks young, yeah. Well, actually, no. If Dinah Manoff was born in 56, she, 22. Jan, Jan looks young. Marty is was nope, Marty. Marty was twenty two. She was probably the youngest. I mean, Rizzo looked ba- barely the oldest, but yeah. How old is Stalker Channing? Oh, I love Stalker Channing. I know we talked about it. Why? Stalker Channing was in Practical Magic, wasn't she? Um. Gosh, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't. Oh, no. I don't want to you, Olivia Newton-John. See, Stalker Chan was born in 44, so she was 34 years old. Mm. Nope. Yep. Um. Are you looking up? Because I don't like these. Ah! That kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, because... Yeah, she was. Practical Magic. 98. She's one of the ants. Yeah. She hasn't really... Diane Wiest, right? Look what she's doing. Maybe. Yeah, I think Diane Wiest is in it. And I should know this because I love Practical Magic. Yeah. Which we're going to get it next. Google. Come on, Google. Don't let me Um, down. uh, Yeah, so he wins Sandy back, tries all these sports out, which he sucks at. Because Wrestling, she, she see, he's willing to make a fool of himself. Yeah, for which, her. Yeah, which is pretty pretty good on his part. And I mean, she's cute as hell. She, high school, she'd be worth it. Really? Yeah, I mean, you would try out for wrestling. If I if and I had a chance with gymnastics, if I had a chance with Olivia Newton-John, high school era, sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I've I've done dumb shit. Yes. For girls' attention. 
<laughs> I mean, don't need to get into that. Yeah. So I mean, I sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then the big uh to do that's going to happen is the 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 dance, school dance where national not American bandstand. But national bandstand. It's oh, you know the- what? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I because in my, I heard national bandstand. My brain translated it to American, American bandstand. I just now. Wow. You just saying that? Just I realized. You, oh, it's yeah. not the same fucking it's thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> They're gonna God. national bandstand is gonna uh, broadcast live from Rydell High at the stands for the big dance off, and um, so everyone's got to find a date and. That's a fun scene. Why are you looking at your phone? Looking up stalker chanting stuff. Oh my god! Do your research. Before. No, I'm not doing my research. I'm just enjoying stalker chanting's life. And there's another wrinkle in the relationship when Cha Cha shows up. Who looks like she's 45? She was probably 45. They call me Cha Cha because I'm the best dancer at St. Benedict's. That's what they Cha Cha And she comes. She. She's sort of the girlfriend of Leo, who looks Creator like face? who looks like Mickey Rourke. Creator face. Yeah. What happened to his face? Did you look that up? That's real stuff. That's real acne scars. Yeah. Is it acne, or is it like? Did he get it in a burn, like acid, <laughs> like fire? Because it's crazy. It yeah, is they're a like cra- from like the opposing school. Yeah. Or whatever he is. And they're she's, the other car club. Yeah. Yeah. The um, other greaser gang. The other greaser gang. And she's like the girlfriend of the head guy, but um, she goes to the dance with Kaniki because Kaniki and Rizzo are on the outs. Rizzo goes with Scarface, right? Yeah, Rizzo and Marty. And Marty, but then Marty hooks up with Vince, Vince Fontaine, the, Mar- the national bandstand host. That's she likes older men. What are you okay? Okay, oh, Cha Cha died in 2011. Oh, sorry, Cha Cha. She was 63. Best she was born in 48. Okay, so she's so she younger, was younger than she's four years younger than Stalker Channing and looked 10 years older. She was 30. Sorry, she but 30. you did, Cha Cha. You know, uh, the chick who played Jan. Holy shit. So, Craterface also died in 94. He was 46. Okay. Dennis Stewart. Wow. How do you how do you get his face? Uh, Does it say or is that just not a it's just not a thing? I don't know. Uh ja- Jamie Donnelly who played Jan. She also played Jan in the um Broadway. Oh, did she? Yeah. Which is how she got the And guy who played Jeff Conway who played Kaniki played Danny on Broadway. Oh yeah. But he just couldn't compete with John I Travolta. Think, yeah, I think I knew that actually. I'm sorry. I like you as Kaniki. I can't see you as Danny Zuko. Are you still looking? I'm looking at um Dennis Stewart. Oh. Oh no! No what? That of AIDS. Oh. Wow. Okay. God damn. So they're at this dance. Sandy and Danny are having fun. They're doing well at this dance off doing their moves and then cha-cha kind of snags danny mm-hmm. when she's distracted it's sort of like an orchestrated like ambush like a, yeah. yeah 
So then Danny and Cha-Cha, because they've known each other. They know each other. And he, Danny won't tell Sandy why, how he knows her. He's like, she's an old family friend. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah, we know why he knows her. Cha-Cha, best dancer. St. Bernadette's. Are you done? Um, Sandy's mad that he's dancing with Cha-Cha. That they win. She's mad. Mm-hmm. And they get the smallest trophy. Yeah. The fact that they got a trophy. <laughs> Which is weird. But But they make up. I don't remember how they make up. At the the drive in. Oh, he gives her his ring. They sort of make up. He gives her her ring for she's about like, oh. a minute. And then he tries to grab her boob and she's like, What? <laughs> Rightly <laughs> she calls, so. She calls it a sin wagon. Yeah, she's in the sin wagon. <laughs> But you know what? You stand up for that, Sandy. Did you ever find out if, if the elbow to the boob was No, I scripted? didn't. Oh. I didn't. I feel like it should it wasn't. Because it looked like he really elbowed I mean, he looks right like he, in the boob. He makes some hard contact. He's trying to pull his ring off his elbow to boob. left hand and his hand slips and it elbows her right in the boob. She's like, ow! And it looked completely real and unplanned. So in my head canon girl from australia <laughs> well she we yeah all true you know why she's from australia why because she couldn't do an american, she do, yeah. american accent so like well i guess your character is australian because you can't pull off a convincing american accent so now she's mad at him again and he's weepy um but how do they get back together again <laughs> is it at the carnival Already? It's at the curve. Or the race. Oh, because she does go to watch him race. Yeah, because they're doing a car race like you did back then. For, for pink slips. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be Kaniki, uh-huh. but is they, this on purpose? Because they, they purposely... Well, they've been building the car for all semester, basically. Yeah, Kaniki's car for this race. He gets knocked out by the door. Mm-hmm. Is that on purpose? No, it wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, it I mean, like they planned it. Like, like it wasn't a I just burped it wasn't um, a planned thing Kaniki K- can't drive because he's knocked out so Danny drives against Crater Faith mm-hmm. and he wins the car race yay slowest hot rod race I've they're seen they're going like 10 miles an hour that's very not exciting I, I never realized how slow this race was until <laughs> last night <laughs> Ooh. we've been spoiled on too many uh, car ch- like Fast and Furious movies <laughs> Because watch this, I'm like, oh. I mean, it doesn't even. Wow, they can't there even make they it look go. fast. <laughs> there they go. Yeah, and he creative face loses because he drives into a puddle. Like, what happens to his? Well, because the he race didn't... was to the second bridge and back. Uh huh. And oh, so it was and he just made a... it back first. Okay, so it wasn't even exciting. No. When I thought it was like, what happened to his well, car? Did he get stuck in a puddle? He sort of jumps past him over that weird little. I don't know. Yeah, that, but Sandy's that, that there. Covert, That's when Sandy I mean. realizes that she doesn't want to be a goody two shoes anymore. Because she does like their sort of outlook and demeanor and attitude and everything. She likes that lifestyle. Sandy, because what we get from the song "Look at Me, I'm Sandra G," mm. we uh, look down on Sandy's character. Look at me. that nice because i'm very sandy <laughs> well i but i and i do like when sandy first 
you know, when she sees Riz, Rizzo singing, you know, that sort of taunting song. Mm-hmm. You're making fun of me, Riz? You know, mm-hmm. like, she calls her out on it. Yeah. And, I mean, is that the wake-up call for her? Or is it... The whole... Or is it everything? Just, is that the spark that kind yeah. of... Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not a very good message. I don't think. I mean, it is... It is saying give in to peer pressure. Yeah, you want to be cool, then you better like, become cool. Don't be, don't be original. She could still be friends with the Pink Ladies and still be Sandra D. She could be like the, the I want to say the normal family member in the Munsters. <laughs> you know how there's we've brought this up before yeah, and we I couldn't so. figure out if this was a Berenstein Bears situation or if it really it's, is. It's it's definitely not a Back to the Beach two situation. I tell you is that it much. Joan Cusack in the Adam Sandler movie? Oh shit! Is it Adam's family that I'm thinking of? For? Or are they both? They're the same fucking show. I'm sure they, they both had a normal one. They kind of are. I, I always thought there was a. I like the Adam's family. That's Morticia. Yeah, I did too. But I liked a lot of the monsters. You like Eddie Monster? I, I hated Herman Monster. You know the the, the hairy one? No the 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 grandpa. Nope. That's Grandpa Monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's Grandpa Joe. I don't know. You know, the Frankenstein. You know. Oh, um, the guy we've talked about before, Ed Herman. Oh, yeah, it's, so it's the Munster's niece, Marilyn. Oh. She's the normal, she's the odd, yeah, she's the odd one out. She's the normal girl. Is the, that? The blonde. Yeah, I know there's Eddie, okay, fucking, I like Adam Stanley better. Yeah, oh yeah, Adam's family's way better, sure. But but you know what? I'd sit down and watch both of them because fuck that shit. Because they're both great. <laughs> I like them both. What a weird trend. Let's have um, it's no different. two TV shows at the same time about creepy families. But it's no different than the spat, uh, the spate of spat, spate. vampire shows and movies we had just... A handful of years ago, but really. weird for the '60s. At the Is same, it though? a family of monsters. We also had two volcano movies at the same time, two space asteroid movies at the same time. It's just yeah. We had ants and a bug's life, or whatever. Like I know that back Shit in the happens. day, nothing was on at the same time. But what if Adam's Family and Monsters were on at the same time? Well, and then you had, had to pick your faction. Thank God. Nothing was on at the same time. There's one thing on at <laughs> Everyone this time had to wait slot. their turn. <laughs> okay. Anywho. Yeah. Sandy decides, you know what? I'm done being a goody two-shoes. I'm going to be uh, decked out in leather and tease my hair. She looks great except for the hair. The hair is not flattering. It's a full-on perm. Yeah. From 1978. But, I mean, the literally skin-tight. Well, yeah. Leather, but it looks like it's. Lycra. I mean, it's so it's, tight yeah. and kind of shiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, everything about it is an amazing outfit. Sure. The hair is horrifying. The hair is very big and but poofy. She looks fantastic. Well, yeah. I mean, because yeah. it's a living unit. She could dress like that now and she would look amazing. Sure. Yeah. But. You think she does? Her pants, her that outfit was sold at auction for, what did I say? I told you that. $400,000. $400,000. Because they. The Leo Scarface's car, Craterface's car, yeah. the um, 
49 Mercury. Okay. That was sold as well? For $600,000. Wow. Yep. Signed by Still a pair Olivia Newton John. A pair of pants for $400,000. You can't, I was going to say, you can't ride a pair of pants. You can't drive a pair of pants. You I mean, those pants, sure, they'll get you places, but the car will get you there faster. <laughs> I totally got wow. you swallowing. I disgusting. don't even know where you went with that. Yeah, when we get that's when we get our final famous. I don't know. I think this is the most famous scene in the whole movie when she we see her transformation. Don't you think? Yeah. I know there's a lot of famous. It's always the musical numbers that are the most iconic mm-hmm. scenes. Um. And yeah, so now we have um, sexy Sandy. Sure. It's funny because she shows up at the school carnival because they have graduation carnivals. She shows up looking sexy Sandy and then it's fine because Danny showed up wearing a Letterman sweater because he lettered in track when no one was. He's like, why y'all were Like, where'd you steal that from or whatever? He's like, why y'all were working on cars? I lettered in track. You believe it? (laughs) So he shows up in his Letterman sweater and he's like, oh, wait a second. Sexy Sandy, I don't need this fucking sweater. He takes it off and he's wearing, you know. His sleeveless his black, black basically black tank top I mean, yeah showing his his muscles his very skinny muscles and then they get in the car and they fly off into space <laughs> which people will write about why that happens for years people have written like dissertations about why the car flies off into the sky at the end of greece and the prevailing theory is that they've been dead the whole time they've been dead <laughs> and they're flying they off died there. in australia that's where they died Australia I I gotta find out if the movie actually starts in Australia because I thought that my entire life and then watching it I it was shot pseudo realized it was shot in Malibu that's Malibu yeah Lee Carrillo State Beach oh yeah okay I know where that is which is where From Here to Eternity Uh was uh filmed which is um, Purpose I know where all. You want to know where all the scenes were filmed? The exterior uh, Rydell High School. It's Venice High School, which I've driven past many times. Mm-hmm. Well, not many times, but I purposely drove past it at least once or twice. Um, the interiors were at Huntington Park High School. I don't know where that is. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Is that in like Orange County or something? Oh yeah. So oh. they are in. America the whole time because Sandy is planning on going back to Australia. So they do live near the beach. Apparently, yeah. So they live in California. Sure. They live in Venice. Yeah, basically. So yeah, after her parents decide not to return to Australia, who decides to not go back home? We decided to just stay here. I know all of our... Go to school. All our shit, our house and everything is still back in Australia. We're just not going to... We're just going to leave it there. You know. Uh, the sleepover was shot at a private house in East Hollywood. East Hollywood. Where's that? Seems like a... East Hollywood? East Hollywood. No one calls it East no. Hollywood. You call it West LA. <laughs> I mean, there's WeHo. Yeah. But there's no E-Ho. <laughs> <laughs> Paramount Picture Studio lot was... Um, which I guess I'm like, oh, this is Paramount back lot, isn't it? Like the diner, the uh-huh. Frosty shop. Oh, Frosty Palace. I want to go to Frosty Palace. 
uh, Grease Lightning. Oh, yeah. And like B School Dropout, those were obviously uh, back location. I mean, studio locations, whatever. Drive in movies were shot at the Burbank Pickwick Drive in. I don't know that. Um, it was closed and torn down in 1989. Okay. And a shopping center took its place. Ooh, I wonder if it's the Barnes and Noble Ikea area. Drive in. Or um, that. By That'd the be airport, a weird location for yeah. That would be um, a weird location for a you know that uh-huh. place by the by the Marriott or uh, whatever uh. you know. Um, the race was filmed the Los Angeles Los Angeles River. <laughs> the LA Speedway. Um, between First and Seventh Street bridges. Mm. Oh oh oh. That's like downtown, isn't it? The river go through downtown, past downtown. Yeah, First and Seventh. Films have yeah, been shot sure. there. Wasn't a famous movie shot there. A famous scene. Gone Gene, in 60 Seconds. Gene Hack- Gone in 60 Seconds was shot there. I know that. I'm thinking Gene Hackman. Not French Connection. That was a... I don't know. Um, the final scene, the carnival, was at John Marshall High School. I don't know where that is either. I don't know John. I mean, I know the name, but I don't know that school. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Um, There are some doozy of, of like what? dialogue in this movie. Some of these lines Whoa. are f- fucking hilarious. And like... A lot of them are fucking filthy. A lot of them are filthy. <laughs> I mean, this movie is PG. Don't show it to your kids if they... If they pay, if they pay attention. If they pay attention. If they don't pay attention. They just want us good songs to move around to. Fine. Because really, I didn't know most of these movie lines. Is, movie is dirty. I'm surprised how many lines I, I learned remember. a lot of the new lines on this last watch. Yeah. I was completely unaware of yeah how filthy Some they do. Get. Yeah, that's. I feel like every time I watch it, I, I hear a new line uh-huh. I hadn't heard before. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? What did he just say? Wow. Um, I can't remember some. What were some? Yeah, even the even the lyrics in Summer Nights is raunchy it's, as it's, fuck. And unfortunately, I mean, it's a great song, but now it's seen it as is problematic. problematic yeah. Because a lot of. But my take on it is, it's just guys telling their friends more than what happened yeah you know just to be like oh you know like guys are dumb i'm gonna tell you more than what happened what it, and sandy's is the complete truth <laughs> is it though i or is she protecting her her perceived i always thought modesty. she was telling the truth and danny was like sure Let me that's spice the idea up. yeah that's the idea oh, but whatever but she doesn't want to come off seeming like a floozy to strangers, for one thing. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. But she could be a complete hoe bag. Who knows? <laughs> well, she is at the end, isn't she? Yes. Right. She's the best hoe bag. <laughs> yeah, that one has some problematic lyrics. Um, Grease Lightning has lyrics that every high school has to change when they do this musical. Um, the Chicks of Cream. <laughs> Yeah. Pussy wagon. Mm-hmm. You know that it ain't shit when we get lots of tit. I wonder if... Because Pussy Wagon is the name of the truck that Uma drives in Kill Bill because she steals it from... Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy. Did they get it from Greece? Or is that and I wonder just... if that's a very basic nod to just, you know, like Quentin saying, I like Greece. Here's a pussy wagon. I don't know. Or is it just, you know, because that guy who owned that truck was a piece of shit. I don't 
don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how that man's man went. <laughs> Words. How that man's man's works. Because we know Quentin is kind of problematic in his, yeah, uh, in his own. Sure. Um. Yeah, and just the, the storyline with Rizzo and she might be pregnant. Um. You know. I do like that the game of telephone that happens kind of at in real time at the drive-in. as she's walking and you see her, the rumor passing her and it threw all the cars and she one gets by one. Yeah. The rumor gets to, to her end before uh-huh. she gets there. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, oh wow. Good news travels fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean that whole storyline is, you know, you don't see it in a lot of PG movies. This one would definitely, it would be PG 13. If it came out today. Well, you do see and it in movies have... nowadays, but it would be a much bigger deal. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, like I mean... that would be the, a lot of time, that's often the plot of a movie yeah. <laughs> at this point. It's kind of overdone. Well, but I mean, I'm saying it's the... not, but I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And just lots, I mean, guys saying gross things about girls. Which still happens. Which still happens, but you don't see it. And in PG movies, and it's also girls kind of being dirty in their own right, which also happens. I would assume yeah. I've never been yeah. a girl, and yeah, I've never, yeah, you haven't. I've never been a girl among girls. No, as you, much as I wanted, and to you be. never will be. As yeah. much as I wanted to be. Um, what are your favorite um hand jive songs? No, yes, I hate the hand jive. You know how. Loud and proud, I was yelling it even before we sat down to watch. <laughs> you it. don't know any of the words. Nope. So you're like, oh, Let's, hand jive, nope. baby. I know. Let's <laughs> do the hand jive, baby, and that's it. Can you and jump I, while you? Can you I do repeat. the hand jive? Fuck no. Because <laughs> they're. I've tried jumping while they it do it. It is complicated, and it's I'm just not this. And I'm not And I'm not good with the choreography. You know, I can't. I can't follow physical rhythms yeah. at all yeah. as much as I would want to because mm-hmm. I would love to be able to hand jive. Cannot. Yeah. And I love it so much. Yeah, I bet you could learn. I love hand jive. Why? Because it's fun and it's fast. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's, uh, it's the only rap song in Greece. It's not a rap song. It's the closest thing to it. Oh, my God. Oh, my um, it's so hard to pick a song because a lot of, they're so good for me. They're, Summer nights is. I love there are worse things I can do from Rizzo. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, when it happens, she sings that she thinks she is pregnant and she knows everyone's talking about her, saying, so you know, "Oh, she's a slut." Mm-hmm. You know, so she's this is her kind of. Heroin song. I, mean, I do like um, You're the One That I Want. Uh-huh. Which was a new song. There were two. I that, know of two new songs. That's not musical? No. Oh. You're the One That I Want and Hopelessly Devoted to You. I don't like that one. I love that one. It's just because she sounds so good on it. She, she sounds she's, Her voice is so good on that one. It's, they needed to give Olivia Newton-John a song because Sandy doesn't have a song right. in this movie. Oh, she, or in the musical. In the musical, yeah. Um. She doesn't have her own song, and you know they have a star 
She has an amazing for. voice. Yeah. So hopelessly, hopelessly devoted to you was nominated for an Oscar, but it lost to hand drive. Diana Ross, Last Dance. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what movie that was from, though. I never heard of it. Let's do the Last Dance, baby. <laughs> um. So yeah, I didn't mention this was based on a nineteen seventy one musical of the same name, written by Jim Jacobs and Warren Casey. I was actually in this music hall when I was a freshman in high school. Thank cool. you very much. <laughs> I was a background performer. <laughs> um, going into my friend Kate and I, who I've mentioned before, which reminds me, I got to talk about Strictly Ball mm, mm, at the mm, end of this mm. episode. Um, we decided to try out for this musical in ninth grade because we thought it'd be fun to be in a musical. I had never seen Grease when I was in this. Okay. Well, that's This was, sure. you know, what, 93? Sure. I had never seen Grease, and so I figured I'll probably get cast as one of the pink ladies. <laughs> I remember saying that out loud. What did you get cast as? Background performer. Someone at the dance. Background performer number and two. And someone at the carnival. Cool. And someone who sings uh, the school song with the rest of the school. It's like a traveling down life they, highway. They sing the, the fight song. The, but it's not at the football game. It's like at the fucking school. Or something. I don't remember. That musical is a blur. So they sing their alma mater? Yeah, whatever. the alma mater song. Yeah. Can you get off your phone? No, I'm looking at it. No. Um, yeah, so I did not get cast as a pink lady, but I had zero idea what this musical and movie was about when I was in it. I didn't see Grease until like after the fucking musical. Now it's like, oh. Did you enjoy the musical that you were in? I didn't know what was going on. Ah. Because I was did in. Did you know it took place in the 50s? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. Okay. I was in, <laughs> I was in three fucking scenes. Okay. And they're not. You know, when you rehearse, you rehearse your scene. I had no idea what the story was about. I, I don't know. I've never done a school thing. No, I just I had no idea what the story was about. Okay. Because you don't, you're not sitting there watching everyone perform in order. Oh, you don't? Okay. You rehearse your scene and then when other people are rehearsing, you're doing your fucking homework. Oh, okay. Because you have rehearsal every day after school. That whole thing is foreign to me. Uh, I had a blast. I did musicals every year in high school. Uh, it's just... This was a first, uh, yeah. Huh. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm just saying I was not familiar with Greece when I was a freshman in high school in 1993. That seems weird. And to I me. thought I was going to be a pink lady because I thought. Well, there's no other who roles. Else? Yeah. No, because my school was very small and we combined with another high school to do this. And everyone that got cast in big parts was from the other high school, except for Sandy, who's from my school. Okay. Hmm? Not okay. Not to hijack your thought, but it is hijacked. You it. know who the jock is? Who is it? Just Tom, right? Yeah, Lorenzo Lamas. Oh, that's Lorenzo <laughs> Lamas. Yes. Remember we saw his name? Like, yeah. what the? Where the hell was he? That's the jock. 
Oh, I would that never. blonde Ken doll looking thing. Yeah, I wouldn't think that a Ken doll would have that name. <laughs> wow, good job, Lorenzo Lamas. I think he was a replacement, wasn't he? Oh, I don't know. I, I just, think he was a last minute replacement for someone. And they else. bleached his hair and everything. I guess. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think I read that. Um, but I didn't know what part when I was reading this. I didn't know what part they were talking about. I just read last mm. minute replacement and. I don't know. Um, I really, yeah, I mentioned I really like there are worse things I can do. Look at me, I'm Sandra D is fucking great. It's funny. It's such a funny. And she does a bang up job performing it. Stockard. Yeah. God, it's so good. And <laughs> I mean, all of them in that, during that, they're that so number, obnoxious. They all have their stupid wigs on. and Yeah. And, and then when she being... pops out and they all kind of have to eat shit a little bit. Yeah, and... like a we weren't just making fun of you. Um, beauty school dropout is fun because we get to see Frankie Valley. Frankie Avalon. Yep, Frankie Valley sings. Greece is the word. Frankie Avalon is our beauty school dropout guy. Because that song, I never realized how funny that song is. Yeah, it's funny. I was in that scene too, and I hated it. Oh, because you had the soda cans in your hair. Because we had to wrap a, a pile of soda cans in our hair to make it look like rollers. Because they uh, have giant yeah. silver rollers Yeah, in so we hair. did the same thing with so- empty soda cans. And I don't know if you've ever worked with empty soda cans and duct tape. Oh, God. It's like they're too light. And they go and they just stick every... Oh, my God. It was a nightmare. And I didn't know the choreography because I feel like we rehearsed it twice. <laughs> because we spent all the time making these fucking soda can bonnets. I didn't know the choreography. I'm kind of watching everyone else. So I had I didn't like that song for a long time. I I never liked that scene either. But watching it last night, I'm like, or the other night, uh-huh. two nights ago, mm-hmm. like goddamn, this song is fucking funny as hell. You know what sells it though is Frankie Avalon because he's singing it straight, and he's just got a really great voice. And someday I'm gonna make you watch Back to the Beach. I I think I thought it was Back to the Beach too because it has the word back. So I thought maybe there <laughs> like, was a word the beach. There like was a movie we're the going beach. Back yeah. for the sequel. Oh my god! I, maybe I, that's why. That must be it. We can rent it for three ninety nine. No, I don't want to. It's so good. Nope. Frankie Avalon, Annette. Now we know. And her titties. Lori Laughlin before she was a criminal. So now I gotta I gotta check out Annette's boobs apparently. Yeah, uh, we talked about this. No one's got jugs like a net. What did did we see her in something? Babes in Toyland. Oh, that's oh, she did have huge cans and babes in Toyland. <laughs> Rude. She just had a very structured bra. It. What year was Babes in Toyland again? Sixty-one. It's that sixties era bra. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, but sculpt them right out. <laughs> like John Travolta's balls in those gym shorts. <laughs> I mean, those are left one, right one. They're pulled up real high. Where's his? Right down the middle. I'm <laughs> guessing. <laughs> I think it's. It I think it's flipped up. I don't even I know. Think I think. How is it not sticking out? I think it's like in the way. Well, the waistband is 11 inches long high. Or maybe it's behind. <laughs> Tucked behind. Like he like like Buffalo Bill. Like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> Put the balls out front though. <sighs> 
he took advice from he took advice from Jerry Maguire. Put your balls out there, okay? Dick back, balls out. It's <laughs> taken a turn. We're gonna get canceled. John Travolta did it. I but I think it might be tucked up into his waistband, and the balls are just just kind of mushed. Because you watch that scene, you can only look at one thing. The crotch line. One, you're only looking at John Travolta, and two, you're only looking at his crotch. He they he was given a front wedgie with those shorts. They're pulled up so high. He's smuggling plums. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm sure if you had a high def copy, you could see each ball. I can't There's... wait until the 50th anniversary when we get this in 4K. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That's funny because. Um, so the producers of this movie had a product placement contract with Pepsi Cola. For whatever reason, could they not get Coke? Because they had it with Pepsi. Maybe it was all about the money. Probably. So in the diner scenes, there's a bunch of Coke Obviously ads. Cloak ad- cloak. Obviously Coke ads, yeah, because you can see a giant yeah, red, red circle. circle. And they're all blurred out. And so watching the other night, I'm like, what is wrong with my DVD? Why... Are the walls blurred out? Is this some it, kind of fancy bokeh? It looks like they're behind like frosted glass but for some reason, but they're on the wall. Clearly, it's so weird because it's like a, you know, like the portrait view on your iPhone, but really I don't know bad. What that means. Okay. It's, you have it on your dumb Pixel too. Yeah, but my, on my Pixel, it looks really good. Shut up. Yeah, it's just weird. It's because um, they couldn't show any Coke stuff. I'm like, well, why'd you put them up? Why couldn't you just take it? Because filming was done. It was too expensive to reshoot. I wonder if maybe they had tried to get Coke and then... Coke's like, eh, this movie's going to bomb. Or they got just a better deal with Pepsi and they're like, well, okay. I wonder if people thought this was not going to do well. Because this movie did really well. Remember when we talked about Superman and we said Superman was uh, beat by Greece? I don't remember that. I believe you, but I don't remember that. Um... Yeah, this movie. I didn't write it down. <laughs> well, why don't you look it up and then? I'll, uh... Oh no, three hundred and forty-one million. What? Let me go back to. For real times, I mean. <laughs> back, back. In real. That's for not. Real times? That's not to for date. No- that's back then times. So the budget was six million. Okay. Six. Yeah. Okay. Box office three hundred ninety-six million. That can't be all seventies dollars though. No, no, it was re-released a couple more times. Forty-three times. It was. I know it was re-released in like like I don't know three D for the fortieth anniversary. Three D. I don't know. What? And that's boobs weren't in this movie. Why did they make it three D? The soundtrack ended as uh, 1978 as the second best-selling album of the year. What do you think was number one? I have no fucking I know. idea. It was another soundtrack, but from 1977, no starring idea. John Travolta. Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. Does that really count <laughs> as 78? Um, it was re-released May 1979. Where it grossed another like four million. Uh, re- 40th anniversary, it grossed one million. 
So it made a shit ton of money at the beginning, too. Jesus. Uh, yeah, god damn. That's why it was, I think, more than Superman. This is when we made a lot of money. I think Jesus. people were just... Were they going back to see it? Well, yeah, because that was the only thing you to do. And, yeah, they're probably like, you know what? They didn't have Game These of Thrones These fucking songs yet. are great. No. <laughs> they were not in quarantine times. Um, it was the highest grossing live action musical until 2012. What do you think overtook it? You don't know. 2012. I don't know. Les Miserables. Oh, really? Huge. Yeah. It held on for a wow. long ass time. And then that Les Miserables was beat in two thousand. La La Land. No, oh. 2017 by Beauty nope. and the Beast. Oh. <laughs> I'm Slumdog keep, Millionaire. I'm just going to keep naming shit. Oh, Slumdog Millionaire was 2008. And it didn't make any money. But it won Best Picture. Yeah, I know. Huh. Yeah. To date, it has grossed $396 million. Good for Greece. I mean, that's on a $6 million budget. Bonkers. So Mamma Mia hasn't beat this? Wow, I thought Mamma Mia made a lot of money too. Huh. I barely um, know People what that is. love this movie. Yeah, they do. People love this movie. I don't know anybody who doesn't. They probably have like midnight sing alongs to this movie. Like Rocky Horror? Mm-hmm. A la Rocky Horror? Yeah. Huh. I'm and sure they do. I think, oh, you know to. what? Um, you know how they have like Back to the Future nights? You know, those, yeah, those so kind of interactive brings, viewings and stuff? And they bring their cars. They do do that with Greece. Huh. Yeah. And I bet you it's also like at like Drive-ins? Hollywood Forever. Oh, they do Hollywood those. Forever could be. Yeah. They do a lot of those. Yeah. Not right now. No. Unless they do a drive-in which you could sit in your car and not get the corona. That'd be cool actually. Have a bunch of 50, 40s and 50s hot rods. Branded. But a fool. I also didn't realize until last night or the other night that the car is called Greased Lightning. Why is Greased Lightning? You I thought it was Greased grease Lightning. Because you don't know the names of the songs. No. <laughs> You're like, you know what song I like? Let's I, do the hand jive. I, I thought the song was called Yoda One Another One. <laughs> Yoda. Yoda One Another One. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Honey. Uh, yeah. Uh, we Go Together was a fun song to um, do in the musical. Okay. But I hated my group's part. That's the Shamalama Ding Dong. Yeah, there's a the part where it's like Ramalamalama, Kidding Ding Ding Dong, Shoe Bop, Shoe Water Water, Yip. You know, each there's uh-huh. like we had like you know each group had a part to sing, and my group had to sing, which I can't say. Who can say it? You know, you know who I bet could very easily. The guy from Spaceballs. Axl Rose. I'm sure he could. <laughs> you cheated you couldn't you, i used my tongue I, flapper <laughs> no we had to say boogie 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 she would do up that's what we sounded like we were drunk like we were slurring because no one can go boogie 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 she would do up i wanted i did I love shanana because that you know i love Shanana. yeah you like Shanana. those are the songs that i skip i love shanana I have like na, 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 three or four Shanana records. Yeah, this fool has a bunch of like Shanana records. Shana-na. And I like that that hardware superstar. He's also his he's, other name is also Sean Nana. 
Because his name is Sean Flanagan. He's out in Greece? No. Yeah. But one of his other stage names is Sean Anna. <laughs> oh, God. Local reference. Yeah, Sean Anna is in this. They're like at the the dance. They're they the sing, National Bandstand Band. Yeah, they sing all the other songs they dance to. That's not. Well, they sing Hand Jive. The band is. It's not the best song. It's not. Um. Oh man, I didn't. Find I'm going to end this episode with hand jive. <laughs> oh God. Um. I didn't find the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I think this movie did well critically. Um. Wiki doesn't want to show me the Rotten Tomatoes. Then why don't you go to Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> Oh, I found it. It's 75%. 75%. Lower than I thought it would have been. Pretty good for being such a cult classic. Mm. Um, But the people who didn't like it, every one of them said that they couldn't take their eyes off John Travolta, though. He's electrifying. That's what I said at the beginning. Um, Gene Siskel who we don't talk about a lot on this podcast. Um, but I found one of his reviews. Gene mm-hmm. Siskel, mm-hmm. R.I.P. He mm-hmm. gave it three stars out of four. Sure. Calling it exciting only when John Travolta is on the screen. That's... But still recommending it to viewers, adding four of its musical numbers are genuine showstoppers. That should bring applause. Four. Now I got to find out what four. Summer Nights. Born to hand jive. You're the one that I want. Hand jive. We go together. Grease lightning. It's got to be hand jive. Let's get a Ouija board and ask Gene Siskel. So I don't which one of four songs? <laughs> I know. Hey, Gene. Quick um. question. <laughs> I know we're bridging time and space and, uh. and realities here. But. <laughs> you mentioned four songs. Which ones? No. No, this is a... This is a fun movie. And again, I, I'm i always surprised at some of the lines that come out of these people's mouths. Yeah, there are some. Oh, I'm yawning. There are I some know, uh, so tired. surprising ones. Yeah, there are some eye razors. Oof. Bite the big one, Riz, with relish. And that, that's a, a smile shot where yeah. she gives a... And, it's, and, well, everyone knows the... Tell me about it. Stud. Everyone knows that. That sounded creepy when you said it. You can't do Stud. it. I can't sell my sexy mm, thing. You can Tell try. Tell about it. Stud. Mm, <laughs> less better? <laughs> Rizzo has all the best lines, though. And if I had more energy, I would pull up all of her lines. But I don't want to. Just go watch it. It's not streaming anywhere. I had to go drag out the DVD. Used to be on Netflix. Not anymore. Um, but I recommend... This movie, I recommend the soundtrack. You can skip the Sean and Nas songs. They're not. Because, I mean, they're, they're covers of songs of Well, the, the Rock 50s. and Roll Party Queen is, not, is from the music. A lot of the ones they sing are from the musical that got cut out of the movie. Oh, uh, okay. That are actual scenes in the musical. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, basically, they're like a prom rock band, Rock and Roll basically. Party Queen, Moonin. It's raining on prom night. Is a song that's playing at the diner. It's an actual scene in the musical, which is what I. Would, and Freddie, my love, is cut out of the movie. I don't know if it's. 
playing in the background of that's marty's song Ooh. she's singing to one of her uso guys or whatever oh, okay. one of her army guys mm. she's she's yeah. great pen, she's a great pen pal <laughs> i'm a great pen pal she sprays her perfume on the others. yeah yeah uh who uh, okay i sound like rewatchables who wins the movie well olivia newton john does she hmm I gotta go. John Travolta though, mm, yeah. he, but he's supposed to. Yeah, but he's that's his job. Okay, let's say he wasn't in this movie and it was Stalker Channing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this movie works because of Olivia Newton John and John Travolta. Olivia Newton John Travolta. I can combine their names. Yeah, you can play Wheel of Fortune before and after. <gasps> I bet that's been. A, I'm sure it has been because that's perf. This movie wouldn't exist without those two. It would, but no one would talk about it. Do they do they have actual like on screen chemistry though? Or could if they didn't if that storyline wasn't there, like and it, they were just two separate characters, would they still be captivating on screen? John Travolta would be. Like who's that fucking guy in the background who looks amazing? But I mean, like if they weren't if the their stories main- didn't intertwine. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't know. I don't know, actually. Because she is hard to not look at. They're both hard not to look and at. You, and obviously, John Travolta, you cannot not look at him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't really have what you have. Because a lot of Olivia and John's scenes, or when she's in, on camera, she's not always the focus, but she's all. But you still can't help but look at her. Yeah. Because she's fantastic. The end. Yeah. Good job. Should we see what we have to do next? Do we have any other Olivia Newton-John movies? We don't have Xanadu. I have. What to... other movies is she in? Xanadu. It's funny because after this movie was released, her singing career kind of took a sandy turn. She heard. What does that mean? Like she became like sexy, sexy Olivia Newton-John. Oh okay. Um, yeah, for her for next her. album, sure. Whatever. When she was singing like ballads, and then she went to like. You know, you know, she had the, her popular song, Physical. Did, is that the same kind of trajectory that Kylie Minogue had? Or was she always Kylie Minogue? Was she, was Kylie Minogue never not Kylie Minogue? Are you just saying that because she's Australian? Maybe. Maybe. Well, yeah, you look at Locomotion, which was a big hit for her in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's very apple pie. And um, then you have that sweating song, whatever that, Physical. She, I feel like hers hit. <laughs> Sweating. Her physical. I don't know. I, Olivia Newton-John had more of a. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's weird to compare. Them. Let's get physical was an her. awakening moment for lots of young men. I think. Uh, uh, like the video. You, or, yeah, I've seen the video. The lyrics. I mean. For someone who didn't have cable, I've seen that video when I was younger, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you listen to lyrics like, dang. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's kind of a banger. Sure. When you're not even listening to lyrics, sure. like, oh, this is a good 80s jam. Sure, but the video is something else. Yeah, sure it is. So uh, tell me about it, stud. Okay. Um, how many do we have? 270. Okay, we're picking for next week, because I think we're done talking about Greece. Sure. But, okay. Hey, Google. Pick a number from 1 to 217. 8, 
<laughs> wow, what a bitch. Eight. <laughs> I want to kill myself. What is it? American Beauty. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Well, I'm getting it out of the way. I'm getting it. I mean, I know. We're going to have. I we've mean, talked about it at length before. On its own, it's a good movie. We talked about it in our Sixth Sense episode. We went on an American Beauty rant. Did we? I don't yep. remember. 1999. Should not have won Best Picture. <laughs> I know. Agree. We'll have to. But it's. I. We I, can try. This is definitely my DVD. Yes, and I have never liked this movie. Because I've liked... I'm not coming to this movie as, oh, I used to love it, and now it's problematic. I'm coming to it as, I've never enjoyed this movie. I really... This was one of those movies where... Because I was in the... No, I wasn't even quite in the middle of my movie. 99. Oh, yeah, I was. No. I was just... Be- Anyways... He doesn't know his timeline. I don't know my my career timeline. But this is one of those movies looking back where I was like, if I could have written any movie. Yeah, I know. This would have been that movie. You and every other guy. This was one of those movies. This was The Good Will Hunting. This was Usual Suspects. You and every other movie movie. wannabe. There's so many movies. You saw that paper bag. You're like, that is art. I hated that. No, you fucking loved it. Mm. You thought it was art. Did not, but but this as a this I'll try it, to as find... good as it gets was another one of those movies where I, God, I wish I had written that movie. See, that one's problematic too. I think. Why? Oh, Greg Kinnear's character. Just Jack Nicholson's character is an ass. Yeah, I know, and you're supposed to be. He's supposed to be lovable too. He's the lovable. I just racist feel homophobic like, curmudgeon. Yeah. He he has a turn. He comes around. It's a they're a band of misfits basically that f- become a family. Yeah. I don't know. They are Maybe. the Goonies. <laughs> oh god. Isn't Skeet in that movie? Yes. He plays Grekineer's No. No, he beats him up. No. Who beats up Greg Kinnear? Skeet's other gay prostitute friends. That's it. And Jack Nicholson doesn't care. Jack Nicholson doesn't is incapable of empathy. Yes, I know that. But he does it because he secretly has a crush on Helen Hunt. So he's not doing it for himself or for Greg Kinnear. He's doing it for himself. He's not doing it for Greg Kinnear. No, he doesn't give a shit about Greg He wants Greg to get Kinnear. in Helen Hunt's pants. Yes. Gross. He's very self-serving. And he comes no, around I like, to appreciate Greg Kinnear. Yeah. I like that movie better than American Beauty. I oh, do. I'm sure. I like, because it's James L. Brooks. Sure. Oh. And it's Helen Hunt, who I love. It's not Kevin Spacey. No, it's not. But I like Annette Bening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music is very interesting. Thora Birch. Thora Birch. Wes Bentley. Tara Reed. Chris Cooper. Tara Reed. What's her name? I feel like we've talked about oh, her before. Oh. Um, Mina Suvari. Yes. Tara Reed. That's the name. Not of... Sorvino. No, I Mira Suvari. Mina Suvari, I said. Who's and then Mira Sorvino. Is Paul Sorvino's daughter. God, they have the same fucking My name. Aphrodite. Yeah. I know who she is, but they have the same fucking name. Hmm. 
Kind of not. Mina Suvaria. <laughs> Mira Servino. What? It's just switched the fucking vowels. Mira? That's how words work. Mira Sorvino. Mina Suvari. Uma. Oprah. Shit. Okay. Next week we're watching American Beauty, guys. I'll try to find some good parts. I'll try not to be too negative. It's just even taking the Kevin Spacey piece out of it. It's the fucking depressing movie. It is. And I liked depressing movies. There was a time where you don't anymore. That was my bread and butter. But not anymore. At the height of my depression. Oh, good. We can talk about Sean's depression in the late 90s. My Prozac. And scene. And and (laughs) cue and jive. That's too bad, baby. Okay, we're done. So, yeah, like, follow, you know, all that shit. Uh huh. Um, Thanks in advance to the Vandals for letting me use the song Summer Lovin' featuring Moon Zappa. Should we tell them that was the wrong title? I you think th- they did it on purpose? I think they know because that's their thing. They, oh, okay. That's their thing. I mean, they're very pure. We're a cover band, but we changed the title. They're a pure punk rock band. Yeah, they don't get two shits. Okay. They're from Southern California. They're from Huntington Beach. Mm. Alrighty. Grease is over. Grease is the word. Spread it. They're not even hearing that. They're all hearing hand drive right now. Okay, cool. Bye. Ah, um, we got this. We why do we we why do I just plug? We got this as our Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter is uh, why do we own this one? The number one. Follow us, you know, or whatever, or, or don't. Which you're also not doing, so good. Thanks. Follow me. <laughs> this is still good. Hand jive.